auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow freedom lovers, to another installment of Canned Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Stephen. What's up? What's up? So tell me, my friend, how excited are you for baseball starting, opening day, and the 362 games that follows? I literally couldn't care less about baseball. <laughs> I couldn't care less. But I, you know, nothing says baseball like snow, which is what we got today. <laughs> we had some flurries. Yeah. So I'm, I'm at least I'm, I'm less happy about the snow than I am about baseball starting, if that helps. <laughs> None of it stuck. No, but it snowed. All right. Well, I mean, are you going to at least root for your home team? Oh, I, I hope I, that I, they do well. I, I wish them well. I, I probably will not go to their game. Unless given free tickets, I I wouldn't. You wouldn't go on free tickets. Oh, I love going to the baseball game on free tickets. It's it's a good time. Mm, uh, So I get long nachos, have a beer. So much like a couple sports, I I, I can watch football all season long. Um, But baseball, I can only watch when it hits October. (laughs) In October, I'm a hundred percent in. But I couldn't care about the other three million five hundred seventy four (laughs) games they play for no reason. Like hockey, I can watch all year long. Football, I can watch all year long or all season long. Baseball, I'm not. I don't. I don't care until it counts because up until from from April till August, it's just rich people making more money off of people who like baseball, and Ooh. then it's and then it's playoffs Damn. when it actually counts. So, not to try to detract from all of our baseball listeners, but I love you, baseball listeners. <laughs> go baseball, go Cards. All right, well, uh, let's get into it. As is our most treasured tradition, one of us brings a new, unique, or rare canned beverage to try. And while we indulge in its contents, we will do our very best to scratch the most itchy parts of your brain. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while watching the congressional hearings on C-SPAN. No? You got nothing for that? (laughs) I I don't even know what to do with that. All right. Well, uh, so today's intro is a little bit longer, but bear with us. It is pertinent uh, to today's topic and one I absolutely love. Uh, So bear with it just a little bit that this is one of my favorite lines uh, having, again, to do with the topic. So here we go. We're going to get our cans ready. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Whoa. I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. Oh, okay, well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. (laughs) Okay, just response. Come on in. Hopefully you hung out in there with us for that segment. I love that. It's from uh, Dewey Cox. It's a good quote. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, let's, uh, without further ado, bring in the can. So today's can is uh, something that I brought. It is from Log Bo- Logboat Brewing Company called Stormin' Norman. Which is um, in reference to uh, the uh, uh, basketball coach, correct? Yes. Great. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, Norm, the basketball coach. Uh, so it's only, in fact, it says on here, only available in Missouri. Um, and it is uh, brewed, I believe, here in Missouri. So uh, I believe I he was so, a, for the love of all he was a coach uh, for Mizzou. It's Norm Stewart, right? Am I, am I wrong here? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. He Ooh. was a basketball coach for Mizzou, right? Yeah, when I was, like, when I was in high school, um, old school, like, he's like a legend. Yeah, uh, and he has a foundation. So I guess they brew this, and all proceeds, or uh, it says on the can, uh, proceeds go to the Norman Stewart Foundation. So it is a golden ale, uh, and it is 4.5% by volume. Yeah, I'm not impressive, but 
not unimpressive either. So I guess <laughs> it's a pretty it's typical uh, American ale yeah. uh, amount, um, and it is in a normal twelve ounce can. I dig the can because it uh, it's all black, but it has a lot of good information on it. Um, I think it has some information about the uh, the the foundation or how to get a hold of them. But uh, lots of fun. Different uh, things uh, printed on here. Like so what? Like keep your paddle the, wet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. Uh, how about crisp, clean baller? I, I did see that as well, which is, <laughs> you know, makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. So I hope its contents are as good as its presentation. All right. Cool. What do you got for me? Just as a reminder, it, uh, we are just two weeks from our big birthday show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, we've had our first catastrophe with a can opening. <laughs> I did not shake it up, but uh, it has been spritzed all around. I'm wearing it, and it's it's a good flavor to wear. <laughs> so if you just dab a little on your um, legs, Lapel. arms, and, and face, it's it's great. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, while We're you good. clean yourself up, I'll uh, go yep. ahead and continue. Uh, we are calling on our fearless listeners to drop us a line. We would love to feature you on the show. Even if it's just a quick happy birthday, do not be afraid uh, to to put your voice uh, in to the recorder there. Uh, we have a link in the description of the show. Um, so it's easy. It's fast. Go give it a try. All right. So we like to do holiday shows, right? We do. A lot of them. It seems <laughs> like there's a lot of holidays. It is. They come up. We, uh, we do a, our variation of a, um, some of the holiday fun facts and whatnot. And this is not really a, a, a national holiday, I wouldn't say, but we're fast approaching April 20th. 420? Um, that would be 420. Are you familiar with what that holiday signifies? Um, to some. To some, it is a... It is a significant day, which used to just be a significant time when you should get high, but then it turned into 420 the whole day of, of smoking or partaking in marijuana. Marijuana. Cannabis. Ganja. So in full disclosure, given that we're, marijuana is currently illegal federally and uh, is grounds for dismissal, at least at my job, um, so as not to put me and my family's future at risk, I do not celebrate 420 myself, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I know that there are people that do. Uh, for now, I'll stick to the canned beverages that are legal, but uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the cannabis. We're going to have an in-depth. So we've tried talking about cannabis before, <laughs> but we made an attempt. Didn't fully work out. Nope. But I think we're going to do much better this time. All right, let's give it a shot. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the reason why it came up again, and it's been in the news. Yep. Uh, so are have you been following the news? Not a all? lot, but I, I've heard that it was in the news. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want to do before I jump into the news article, I'll just have a little fun with you, uh, is to talk about the various names that marijuana or cannabis goes by. Uh, because when I look this up, I'm, honestly, this has to be a, a record for amount of nicknames uh, that people give to a particular substance. So I'm going to, I pulled up a list. Okay. And I'm not even going to read you the full list. I've just highlighted... Oh, about 20 or so. Okay. Uh, Good that, Lord. That I at least maybe have heard of or that at least caught me as funny. So I want you to kind of keep a mental tally. And for anybody listening, just keep a mental tally of about how many of these you recognize. Okay. I'm going to use my fingers. <laughs> and I might have to remove a shoe. If you go past your fingers, then you're probably what I would call an expert or maybe a, an all-knower well, of... <laughs> let's not try to... Can yeah, let's not try to... Categorize right. me as an expert of marijuana. There are people listening here. <laughs> this, this is uh, this in no, um, well, it is in order. It's in alphabetical order. So here we go. Ace, aloe vera, asparagus, astroturf, bomba, blaze, blunt, broccoli, bud, butterflower, cabbage, cannabis, catnip, Christmas tree, chronic, crazy weed, kryptonite, dank, devil's lettuce, ding, Doobie, dope, endo, fatty, ganja, grass, green, ganga, uh, hashish, hemp, herb, homegrown, Jane, jazz cigarette, joint, joy smoke, KGB, that stands for killer green bud, kind, kush, <laughs> laughing grass, left-handed cigarette, <laughs> logo weed, macaroni, magic smoke, Mary Jane, Maui Wowie, pot, reefer, roach, salad, sinister minister, sin spinach, <laughs> skunk, Smoke, stash, sticky, <laughs> icky, <laughs> stinkweed, trees, 
wacky tobacco and weed. Where did you, where'd you end up? My hands are kind of sticky still from this beer exploding <laughs> in them, but um, I think I'm... How many did you read off? Because I feel like I, I'm at 29, but I may be at 19. I lost track in there somewhere. Well, maybe I wrote... Maybe it's more than 20. I didn't do a full count because there were so many. And really on this sheet, uh, like I said, I highlighted probably not even half, almost half of all of the names that this goes by. So we want to make sure that everyone knows exactly what we're talking about. So if you've heard any of those terms, that's what the topic is? That is, it, is correct. And that's okay. just the names that uh, marijuana goes by itself. There's also slang, slang terms for if it's good quality, apparently, right? marijuana. Yeah. That's hydro, nug, primo. And again, some of them I already listed out. Uh, some poor quality. Uh, you got slang names like swag or shake uh, or stems and seeds, apparently. Uh, names for a cannabis cigarette, blunt, doobie, fatty, hot stick, JJ, uh, fatty, pocket rocket, roach, Tommy Chong. Now that one was kind of funny because of the actor, right? Uh, slang names for consuming cannabis. You got baking, blaze, burn one, hit, hot box, puff the dragon, rip, toke, torch, wake and bake. And last but not least... If you're wondering what the effects sound like, it is buzzed, baked, cottonmouth, fried, high, lit up, roasted, smacked, spunked, stone toasted, or wasted. So those are that covers the category of what we're talking about. If you if any of those sound familiar, that's what the topic is. Yes. Okay. I just that, want to make sure everyone's that, clear. Yeah, that cl- <laughs> that seriously cleared it up on what it is that we're talking about. All right. So apparently, Holy Moses. last Friday, the house last Friday to you and me. Um, uh, sometime after when Some Friday people are listening else. to this, uh, HR 3617, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act was passed in the House. Uh, so essentially, it's a bill that decriminalizes marijuana. Have you heard of this? Uh, just that it, there's, there is something there, right? Okay. Like the, there, there's some traction there. Uh, what I don't get is, though, so what I'm always interested in is don't just tell me that you're going to let any nonviolent criminal out who has a marijuana offense, like that's the bill, or you're going to decriminalize it so you're not going to arrest any more people. I want to know that you took it off the Schedule 1 drug list. Yeah. That's all I care about because that's the part that keeps people from doing research on it to be able to do all the different types, types of medical grade plus be able to do the type of research, government-funded research that every other drug company can do with every other crazy-ass thing that they've got out there, right? So to me, that's the... It always has always been the important part. Just make it not a Schedule One drug. Make it, n- yeah. And I believe this does exactly that. Okay, cool. so it removes marijuana from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substance Act and eliminates criminal penalties for an individual who manufactures, distributes, and possesses marijuana. I'm sure that there's some probably fine print in there and how much you can uh, manufacture, distribute, and possess without being uh, labeled a uh, cartel. <laughs> yeah, you can't have you can't have right. nine kilos in the back of your truck but i would think uh apparently it would also tax um the uh the sales at a federal level which would begin at five percent and eventually increase to eight percent so thoughts on taxation um i i'm surprised it's taken the government this long to figure out that they can get their hands on the taxes for this like (laughs) at a federal level right at a federal level right that's all they want is money anyway so yeah I'm, i'm happy that they tax it i'm happy it becomes a commodity like everything else instead of a schedule one drug that seems like it just mellows people out or helps people medically right okay i'm on board all right you're on I don't, board i don't have to do it to be on board with people <laughs> right. having the ability yeah, and freedom exactly. to do it so exactly because it uh, like we've mentioned here what you've mentioned in, in terms of medical right i mean i think that's been yeah. uh something that's been around for a while and uh, some you know states were adopting some medical uses prior to some of the recreational i think because they saw what a benefit it was to certain illnesses and whatnot. So the House approved the measure 220 to 204. Now goes over to the Senate. So this is where I kind of want to stop. Okay. I want to kind of switch gears and we'll kind of come back. Because the the reason I want to switch gears is it's going to the Senate. Yeah. Right? And the Senate has to decide whether they're going to pass it, eventually send it on to the president for his signature. Um, So in in essence, I kind of want to talk about why wouldn't the Senate want to pass this in terms of freedom, right? So what is, like, to you, 
because we we talk about this is a free country. Yep. Right. I know we've touched on this on, on some of our other episodes where we talk about some of the freedoms and whatnot, but just like what is freedom to you? I mean, you know, if we talk about this is a free country, so why isn't marijuana legal now if we're, you know, quote, free to do what we want? <laughs> I mean, historically, why is it not free to us now? Or is just politically, why is it not Whatever interests you the most. I, is like, it choose what's your, your own adventure? Uh, choose no, your uh, own adventure. No. So, what's your take on you know in, in terms of freedom in this country? There are things that we can and can't do. And this is going to come across like I'm super anti-government, and I'm probably going to have some FBI agent at my door. But the government has has told us in the past that it's it's the worst thing in the world. Um, so the government loves to control your freedoms when they think they're acting in the best interest of you or in the best interest of whoever the, elects them. And I still think they're in that place where right. I, I, I think the Senate will pass it if it's good for them to get reelected. The Senate won't pass it if it's not. It, it just if if it's a 50-50 split in the Senate, which it, it is right now, right? And if those Republicans think they can go back and get Christian evangelical voters to still vote for them after they've voted for marijuana, then they'll do it. If they don't think they can get their vote, they won't do it. It has zero to do with the government feeling like they should restrict freedoms or not. It, it has everything to do with being an elected official, in my opinion. Like, I don't think they, the government's there to protect my freedoms or whatever anymore. They, I don't think they care about that. I think they care about getting reelected. And that only depends on the voters in their district that they think they can sway or they have to go back and answer to during and, and they have to have all these vicious political ads that go, you voted for this and against that. And you're for, you're for prostitution. Well, no, I'm not. I voted for something that, uh, you know, they, they, people mince all those words and mince right. whatever's in those bills around so crazy. So, yeah, they have to go back and answer to voters. And if they think they can get it past their voters and they'll still be supported, then they'll vote for it. So I don't think that's right. But I, Okay, sure. Right. I, I think I, you and I have talked that, sorry, not to interrupt no, you, ahead. but I think you and I have talked and I think we're in similar places that says, my freedoms extend to the point or should extend to the point where I'm not infringing on anybody else's freedoms. When I, when I infringe on yours, then my freedoms have, have to stop, right? Because I can't keep, so that I feel like that's where we should be at. As long as I'm not hurting somebody else and I'm not infringing on someone else's right to whatever in the constitution, any of the things, right? I'm, I should be good. Yeah, I agree. And um, I agree completely with pretty much all of what you said. Um, I'll just kind of focal, uh, focus on that last part there because one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, I tend to view laws as the framework that we, uh, you know, sort of put on citizens that prevent them from impeding on what the freedoms are of other people, just like you said. Yeah. Those freedoms are clearly defined and like what I look to is, the, uh, is that part in the Declaration of Independence that says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that being life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, and so if you're not infringing on other people's life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness, then... And you think good giggles, which is obviously on this list, but you didn't read it off of what you call weed, <laughs> it could be the pursuit of happiness. Right. It's it, if As long as you're you know consenting adults... Uh, either you're doing something on your own accord that only impacts you um, and no one else, or if it's between consenting adults, um, then, you know, those, like you said, you know, the government shouldn't come in and try to control our behaviors or control what we do based on their voting populace or better yet. And I think you, I don't know if you touched on this. I was listening to all of what you said, but I was listening for like lobbyists, right? The money also that gets funneled into government because it's not really sometimes just the voters, right? I mean, it's never they, just they, the voters. they want the voters to be behind them on what they vote for, but how do you really get reelected? Yeah. How do you, how do you afford a, <laughs> right. a, a $40 million Senate yeah. race in Missouri? How do you get your name crazy, on the ballot? Right? Like, how do you get your name to go into yeah. the ballot that eventually is in front of voters? You have to have money. And th in order to get money, you go out to the people that have the deepest pockets. And if and those people don't like Muggle or the old MJ or a rainy day woman... <laughs> As as we like to refer to marijuana on this list of holy crap, there's a lot of these. Yeah, I love that I gave you the list. I know. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm in it. Right, because there's so many good ones there on there. Keep going. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, but just the fact that you know, if if the and I, my guess is that because this didn't always start as a schedule one 
uh, no. you know, uh, years and years and years ago. Uh, but then somebody had money, whether it was the alcohol, you know, lobbies, because that would potentially put a hit on them in their eyes. Um, but I looked to those states, right? So I, I wrote that 37 states and Washington, D.C. have enacted laws legalizing medical marijuana, and 18 states and D.C. legalize marijuana for recreational purposes. And those states are raking in money, but tax so tax wise, you and I love the old documentaries. Yes, right. And there's a lot of good ones on how laws became laws, and and or our, like how one person or one company, one group decided that they wanted to get the heat off of them, so they made something else the villain, right? And they pushed that through lobbies into yes. the government, and then so, all of a sudden they weren't looking at alcohol anymore. They were looking at, at marijuana is the, like those kind of things have happened quite frequently, which is why we're here. You know, somebody who had money wanted to divert attention, you know, bright, shiny object, something else. And they right. they're like bright, shiny object, a little ditch weed. That thing's going to kill everybody. <laughs> not alcohol, not, you know, we used to use cocaine for, for a medicine. We used to use, um, you know, there's a lot of things we've done. Right. Do you recall that? Uh, I don't remember the exact title, but that it, they, it kind of is in, when you're in college, people make fun of it. That old documentary from like the fifties, the dangers of marijuana. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they look put out- at Susie. She is enjoying a JJ. Yeah. She has no concept of what she's doing. Look at how she's about to go crazy and kill someone. I think it's just one J. I don't see the JJ on here. I thought here. that was part of it. There's, oh, I might have to there's flip J, the page. but then Got I think it. there was J and J or something. Yep. Um, or the blunt. Yeah. Look at Mike. He can't control himself after having the blunt. <laughs> you know? yeah, it was called something reefer. Um, reefer madness. Reefer madness. There, there you go. go. Yep. So, yeah, that reefer madness, which is propaganda, not based on facts, <laughs> but based on right. the government trying to scare you into it, everybody being afraid of it, and then it became a demon, and thus we got laws that we have now. Yeah, and I can't, and I, I just think we should probably highlight the fact that in medical sense, at least on a federal level. I mean, even if they didn't do it recreationally, I think by now that there is so much. Yeah, we're so much smarter than this. Like, there's no reason that we're here from a medical perspective. Like, it should be go research the heck out of it and get really good at dialing in what helps people with seizures, what helps people with anxiety, what helps. And you can dial that in to where I can start buying that over the counter instead of it being oh, you, you have to get a special card and then you're kind of, there's a, still a little stigma attached to it, right? Oh, you, you're, you're on marijuana? Oh, like let it help people at the very least. We know that much. We know it's not methamphetamines or cocaine, right? Like we know it's not Or that. just say opioids, right? right? I mean, how many people are prescribed opioids? Yep. So that goes back to big pharma having the, the deep pockets yep. that may be funneling money to these uh, people that, you know, for their elections because- it, their their business might be built on the pharmaceuticals of opioids, which are way addicting. How yeah. many documentaries have they made about or just yeah. and shows addicted and all that stuff yep. where people are so hooked on these opioids and it's destroying them where marijuana doesn't seem to be have that same problem. I agree. And it could fulfill the same types of, uh, you know, things that getting them off of painkillers that are synthetic and could cause addiction and moving over to this, which by all what accounts that I have seen and read is more natural. It does, you know, pain management. It does other things. Go look it up. I'm not going to get into all that because I won't get deep into the philosophical or into the, you know, the, the details there, but um, so just to to finish it off. And my, my uh, question is always a, a fun one of, you know, when you look at alcohol versus mm-hmm. marijuana, in in your mind, you know, looking back to the propaganda, is any of that true? You know, uh, basically, what's the difference between the two? I mean, we've talked about here. I'll start you off. When you go to a bar and there's somebody that's been overserved, and they can get aggressive sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. And this is when we're hearkening back to the clip that you started with this whole segment with. Right. <laughs> right. I don't want to get crazy it, you, or I don't want to get addicted. It's not habit forming. Right. Um, but just, you know, I think I've, I think smart, I, I've heard some really weird arguments of, well, people will think that they can drive 
perhaps on it, right? Like you can't drink and drive. And I think that's been pounded in everybody. Everybody yeah. knows, get an Uber, get a taxi, you know, you're going to kill someone if you, you go out. So, I mean, I think the level of DUIs in this country has, has gone down in the last 20, 30 years because people are more educated. It still happens. Don't get me wrong, right? People make bad decisions. But I mean, I've heard some lame excuses of, well, what if people are high in driving? Well, I think people are smart enough, right? You got to give adults uh, you know, some uh, benefit of the doubt that they're like, I can't just go smoke up and, and go drive. Right. So, um, but the same as like I was saying, if you go to a bar, uh, sometimes alcohol can in the wrong hands, right. It, it causes some behavior. I've not seen similar behavior in people that what, what's one of those words toke up. Yeah. Uh, so alcohol has side effects, right? Like, yeah, true. Yeah. So, and it treats people differently, depending depending on what you drink too, right? Like there's people who just get crazy on whiskey, but they're they're fine if they drink, you know. Or tequila or, makes your clothes fall off. Sometimes, sometimes lots of stuff makes. That's your what clothes the country fall. singer That's said. What they say. Um, <laughs> so, I, I think it, depending on what you drink, um, it affects you differently. But to say that marijuana is better, I think it affects people. This like it affects people. It may be different. But you're still impaired, so you shouldn't drive. True, right. So there's still that. Um, it, it, I don't see a lot of people who are just violent on marijuana. No. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I know that there's a comparison of which one's better. To me, it's just you have the freedom to impair yourself. Like some days I want to impair myself. Should I do it all the time? No, because moderation is the key to, to happiness, right? Is making sure that you understand a balance in your life. I couldn't agree I, more. Not. I don't think you should, you know drink to excess either i don't think you you know you probably don't need to smoke every day unless you've got a medical reason for it or you can take prescribed you can take gummies now which is even better um do you have gummies here no we don't have gummies here in our state yeah i don't have them in my house oh dang it (laughs) i thought we were doing gummies on this episode no um Um, no so it i don't know i just think i get that you're you're like hey there's different there's different things that happen on on marijuana than it is on alcohol to me it's just going it's it should be available to you, and if it's if if you're a responsible adult, there's laws in place that that protect responsible adults from non-responsible adults, right. and they already exist because it's already DUI stuff. It's already right. and you, you would get the same DUI if you were yeah. pulled over. Yes, I guess I was just going for like you know we kind of touched on where it was all propaganda back in the day of how evil marijuana was right and so i just kind of wanted to touch on some of the entertaining aspects or and not just entertaining but some of the thought-provoking pieces of what really was what's you know how how is it just not even a thing that that propaganda is if you go back and watch that reefer madness thing you're like what in the (laughs) hell is this right you'd be afraid of anybody that was you know, smoking marijuana because you would think that they would go crazy and you could potentially get killed and then you're like why are they not making meth madness because someone should be putting a video together to go, this is what happens. Or when you take bath salts or some of this other crazy crap that's a fentanyl stuff, like those things around the market that people are like lying in a gutter, shaking and, and right. they're having to Narcam them. Like, or gnawing somebody's nose off. Somebody make a video for those people. I think Just, I'm sure they have. You probably look up on YouTube, uh, how it, are bath salts bad for you? And the first probably thing that comes up is the, the video of the guy that you know yeah, like jumps the, on the other person and starts gnawing at their face. <laughs> Right. So I but I don't see like the 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 reefer madness style propaganda coming from the government on some of the things that I think are legitimately bad in society now with some of our drug problems that are really bad p- drugs like the the Narcan needed needed to bring you back to life 12 times in right. a week or whatever some of these folks are on. Oh, and I did fail to mention that one of the stats I read was that zero deaths have been attributed to marijuana overdose. Zero. Like None ever. And I thought that was incredible. Like that not one doctor somewhere in yeah. some autopsy said, Oh, he this smoked guy to smoked death. too much marijuana. Yeah. He's officially dead from it. And it was like, that's the one, but no zero, um, have been, uh, identified. Um, and not to, you know, prop, I'm not trying to prop it up. I mean, if you do it, you do it and teach his own. Uh, but just one of those things where, you know, in, in the educational material, you know, I think especially the old stuff that we keep referring to, it's you're going to overdose on it, where I think I, I didn't look up the statistic. I probably should have of how many people die of alcohol poisoning every year um, and fatal accidents due to alcohol 
alcohol poisoning is a real big thing. Yeah. And, um, and it, and it's bad. Now, again, not trying to say one's better than the other necessarily, but marijuana is not the evil that uh, I think it used to be portrayed as. And I think more and more people are understanding it. And that's why all these states have started enacting their own laws because they're like, Hey, we're going to take advantage of this and we're going to give our people the freedoms that I think they deserve. And we're going to then capitalize on it because yeah, we're going to take make their money tax money. Like, right. Like, like casino gambling yeah, and, and put it to good use. Yeah. Well, we're not going to put it to good use, but we're going to take the money. <laughs> well, that's another episode. That's a whole completely. different episode. Whole different, whole nother, whole nother. Whole nother. All right. Well, um, talking about reefer madness, we just came out of March madness Kind of, or we were part of that. March Madness is basketball. Basketball was played at Mizzou. They had a coach named Norm Stewart, and that's the beer we're drinking. That's how we got here. So let's let's talk about the beer. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So you go. It's your beer. You get to. It is. Let me uh, go ahead and and start. And um, just as a. as an aside here for those, uh, I decided, I'm like, Hey, you know what we need to do is put our rating system in the, the, uh, show notes here. So if you look at the description of this show, uh, you will see the, uh, the rating system for anybody new, or if you want to get refreshed on how we rate these things. So, um, this is good. This is a, a pretty solid, um, golden ale as it's prescribed on the, uh, on the can. Um, it, I would say run of the mill, uh, not too flashy, uh, not to, uh, you know, but not, so this is quality is all I'll say. It's very par for the course yeah. on, on an ale. So I'm going to give it a solid three. So I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, there is a weird, and so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to refine my palate as we progress in our evolve our podcast a little and try to like get a little bit more specific. There is a little bit of a bitter at the end of it that I'm not super excited about. But it's it's a decent beer. I'd probably not realize that I'm drinking after the first one. I probably won't realize um, that if I drank three more and be fine. So I'm gonna give it a three. Okay, it's 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 a solid. It's a, it's. A I was gonna beer. ask if your rating had anything to do with how you wear it. Um, uh, I'll be honest. It's 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 better <laughs> since as you a, sprayed it all over yourself. I have been literally. I have um, I had wet. I had it all over my pants and my shirt <laughs> and then my face for a while. And now my hands are sticking together with it. Um, and I'm pretty sure it got, we're going to need to clean up the table in a minute as well. Um, uh, the electronics so are kind of sparking and whatnot. So it tastes better than it smells on me. <laughs> if that helps. All right. So it's a one as a cologne. It's a three as a beer. <laughs> nice. Well, for those people that like to drink their beers, three is, it was where three it's is at. where we ended up. All right. So a solid three from both of us. Yeah, it's good. I'm happy you're happy. All right. So I have a law for you. You ready for me? Ready for a law? I want to know if you understand this law. Okay. The law, like an actual law in the books or like the law of of physics? It's more like the law of physics, but it's, it's called the, um, so it's called the Goodhart's law. Do you know what that is? No. Should I? Yeah. By saying that, have I embarrassed myself? You've embarrassed yourself. This is sad. (laughs) And especially with a name like Goodhart's. Yeah. Goodhart's law. Right. So. So you'll, I think you'll get it when uh, we've talked a little bit about it, uh, roundabout ways. Um, and I don't think we realized that there was a law, like a, uh, like we talk about cognitive bias and that kind of stuff. But okay. Goodhart's law is, is um, when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to become a good measure. That's Goodhart's law. And so think about that statement. When a when a when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to become a good measure. Weird. Okay. Okay. So let me give you the example. Yeah, please do, because I've actually heard sort of the opposite. All right. Well, good. So if I say, um, so if the measure of your success is I want, uh, so I'm going to measure your success on how many nails you can make. You're going to make widgets. So, yeah, I'm going to use nails. Just hang with me. I love nails. I like to make them. We work in a nail factory. Like hammer and nail, not. I not make hammers too, or no, just you nails? don't. You just make nails. And I go. I I'm going to measure you yet. on on how many nails you make. Uh, we want to make more nails, right? So the I'm more gonna, I make, I, I could so get promoted to the hammer department. You could, but you're not going to because <laughs> you're going to screw this up. I can tell already. Um, so, so if I say I need more nails, well, you go. Well, I can make. Do I can you, make. Can ti- you make more time in the day? No, you're going to be like, hey, I can make a million tiny nails. And if you're only worried about quantity, I, I make you a million tiny nails. It takes a long time to make a big nail, but I can make you a bunch of little tiny ones. 
So your measure of success is how many nails I make a day. And I just go, I find the, the easiest way to make as many nails as I can. So I make you a thousand and you go, Hmm, I don't like that. Um, what if I measured your success on the weight of nails? Like I said, if I'll measure, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you by pound. So, I, you know, what's funny is you're going back to, uh, so in our very first episode, uh, we had the Cobra effect, right? And that sounded exactly like the Cobra effect because it's a, your target is, or what was that you, the very first episode we was, did? There was a first episode. Was the Cobra effect? Yes, the Cobra effect. Um, well, that's which, stupid because now we have Because a someone will figure out a behavior in order to potentially meet that measure better in not the same way you need it to be met. Yeah, so similar, yes. But I think it's, so what I'm getting at is we do things that way all the time and I don't think we realize it. Um, and it's come up a couple times this week. Um, like what you're, what you're measuring, like what you're, whether or not you're measuring happiness or whether or not you're measuring success at work is when it's defined as a target, it become it doesn't become a measure anymore. It becomes a, once I achieve that, I'm successful. That makes sense. So when I go, I want to, I want to have good times with my family. I want to have X, whatever, like, oh, easier. So when I talk to my, this, my wife's going to kill me. Um, so my <laughs> wife's like, Hey, I, I want I'm trying to ever, you know, everybody's perpetually, when you get to our age, you're perpetually on a diet or, of some sort or going, Hey, I'm, I'm worried about how much I weigh or like exercise, whatever. I'm like, Hey, I want to, let's call it lose 10 pounds. All right. So I your go, measure of success is lose 10, 10 pounds. pounds. So when you get but, to 10 pounds, are you successful? Right. And, and the measure, because if you start working out, you might gain muscle mass, muscle weighs more than fat, then you might actually gain a little bit of weight or not really lose the fat. Mm -hmm. um, so, but to you, I respond, I don't agree with this. Okay, go. I do not agree with your law. Thank God. In fact that it's a law, the fact you're calling it a law is actually very, uh, oh, it's mind boggling the to me. The fact that <laughs> marijuana is, not, is against the law. We've, we're talking all laws today, so I feel good about this. I would this. debate, or I would say that if you don't set a target, you won't know what to measure. You won't, I mean, you need to set a target in order to try to, to attain something and then you measure to that target. So if you just didn't set a target and you're like, well, we'll just measure how many, and now you're, you also started to kind of mix up in, um, my nails and pounds lost in, so there's widgets versus emotional targets versus mm -hmm. like, you know, weight loss is kind of its own target. But I would say to you, you're measuring, you might be measuring the wrong thing. Right. So if you're or your target may be the wrong thing, if you decide that your target is pounds lost and you're figuring out, oh, I don't think I'm going to make that target with what I'm doing, but I am actually feeling better and I'm looking better because I'm losing fat, then you might change your target to I want to lower body fat. Right. So you have the wrong target. You have the right measure. So pounds so, would be the wrong measure. No, no, no. no. So listen, um, I, I'm with you. And that's what I'm getting at is you're asking, you're, you're setting a target and then measuring your success to that target versus setting the right measures. How do I feel about myself? That's probably the right measure is. Oh, gauge. That is, that's so, uh, that's so feeling based. I know. And I, that's why I bring it up because I knew you would hate this <laughs> and disagree with me. Targets and measures aren't feeling based. I know, but they're numbers. You're they're black, quantifiable things. You're you can't a black, quantify you're a black how you're white kind of guy. <laughs> and so I knew you would love this concept of, of saying you and I have talked about how it, Oh, I might get you in trouble. You're so touchy. So maybe I have talked about, I'm not bringing you into this in case anybody you work with is listening. <laughs> Um, but like we've talked about how we used to do um, A and D's or like our end of year accomplishment stuff. And like you could write your own. I wrote my own goals. Right. In a way that I knew I could accomplish them and not only just, you know, achieve them, but exceed them so that I can go back to my boss and go, look, I exceeded expectations. Right. Like that kind of thing. But I think we do that at work a lot as well. Well, but, yes. But during that time, also our employer now this was years ago that and my employer does not do that anymore so i don't it doesn't matter if people are still listening because we don't hr and the way that they did things there were years and this was 10 plus years ago there were years yeah. that we didn't we started our achievement slash goal process in december to get it in by the end of the year because it was a check mark to tick that we had to get it done then you had to write your accomplishments so i wrote in January. my goals in december <laughs> based on what i've accomplished for that year yeah that's a that's the thing about the company right that's not yeah, that doesn't adhere fair. to the law the well, the company should set a target 
based on research or uh, or history, right? So they should know hopefully what their target is to drive the right behavior. Set your targets in January, then allow you to measure to them throughout the year. Then you can't write your own goals and exceed them. So what you just said is the company should know what their what their end goal is at the beginning of the year. Well, they should, yes, they should set a target because without a target, they have nothing to strive for. Now, the target may be incorrect, right? Or it may not be perfect, right? It's kind of, it can evolve from year to year. Okay. And there are times like COVID hit, right? Our targets for oh, our yeah. company. In the COVID year, everything went crazy. Yeah, they got adjusted mid-year because sales yeah. and all of that totally shifted. Stuff so, went to the crapper. Right. Yep. So the company stepped in and said, oh, okay, we're not going to hit these certain targets. And in fact, these targets don't even really apply anymore. Now we have to reset. So if you have a smart company or a smart person in the terms of the pounds lost, right? Because let's, let's go back to yours. That person setting the target for 10 pounds, that's a good place to start. It drives the behavior of, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start working out. Then as they go and they're finding that that might not be the right target, they can adjust their target to body fat percentage lost and, the, it, and still drive that behavior. Yeah, you're talking about changing measures. No, I'm talking about changing targets. No, because and measures just, both. Yeah, so, both. And that's what the point is: is that <laughs> you go, I picked a target, and then when I I go, oh, I got to the target, and the target's wrong, right? Like ten pounds is wrong, or or knowing your A and D's, doing your A and D's at the end of the year to tell them what you already done, <laughs> wrong, right. right? But your targets are wrong. Your measures can change. How I measure success changes. How I measure happiness changes. And as long as I'm not stuck on a target to go, I'm not happy unless this happens, which is what companies do and which is what people do, in my opinion, they go, we're not successful unless you, and they draw a line in the sand. I've lost 10 pounds. I've had 12 vacations this year to make up for all the lost time or whatever it is. Like people are like, I'm going to Disney or I'm going to this place or I'm going to there. I'm traveling. Well, if you don't have a good time and spend time like quality time with your family, if you just go to check it off your box, check a box off. You've you've made a target that's stupid because it's not fulfilling. You, you're you're measuring the wrong thing. Now you're putting emotions into this again. That might be it. I don't know how to mix the two. I mean, it's blowing my mind. I know. My analytical mind cannot handle this. But this is what I will say though: is without a target, you have nothing to strive for to accomplish. And so with, when your measures are telling you to change your target and change your measures, that's a good thing. You can use the target and the measures to go. I understand now based on the fact that I was trying to do something. So let's say you don't set a target at all. Say that you feel like you're overweight. You don't feel good about yourself and you have the emotional response of, I would like to feel better. Why are you going to make fun of happy. emotions? I <laughs> you are a human being still until Microsoft inserts a chip into your head. I am a T1. Yeah. <laughs> from sense from the future. I'm just saying. I'll be back. Um, but, but you Do you understand what I'm saying? If you were felt bad about yourself, you wanted to lose weight, but you're like, I don't have a target. To, I'm just going to try and then to lose weight. But without a target and without a measure, then you, how do you know if you're being successful at all? You don't. And, and so by setting the target, you're at least starting the process to go, I can refine my target. I can refine my measure, but it's still going to be something I'm striving for. It's going so, to drive me to that. I love that because I do think that you um, proved my point, which is when... No, you proved my point. What in the hell is going on here? Do we need to go back and talk about marijuana? No, I'm just kidding. So when a measure becomes your only, when measure becomes your target, it ceases to be a measure. So you, what you just said was you measure something until you figure out your, your target's the wrong thing, and then you change it, and you go back right. and reevaluate what you're supposed to be measuring. I think, I don't, for one, I think that's the right answer. I think we came to common ground, which is maybe the law is you should be flexible enough to understand when your target's jacked up. Because I don't think people are always. I think you get focused on a title or a, a salary amount or a, a you know, I want to go on these types of trips or I want to lose this kind of weight or I want to whatever. Whatever that is, you have targets and you you forget that your your journey to get there may change what your actual new target is. Yeah. And I, okay. So we've hit that. My point is you can start with a target as a – you can start with a measure as a target but then, and but then you can change it. That that is my only point okay. is that you shouldn't start out thinking that all if your measure becomes a target, which you have to target something and you have to measure to it, um, or 
if you're going to target, I mean, you don't have to have to target, but if you're going to choose to tar- <laughs> like to try to achieve something, you have, I think you have to choose a measure. You have to use then that as your target because you know, you can't go, Oh, my target is to lose weight, but my measure is going to be how many, uh, how many feet it is from my door to my, you know, like it has to make sense. So right. the measure has to match the target. And I think we, at the end of the day, yes, I think we're saying the same thing, but one, but I'm saying you can start with a measure as a target but then you want to evolve it as you are in it, as you're trying to achieve your goal, as you're trying to achieve the target, constantly change it to make sure it's, it's more I, accurate. I can start with a measure and a target, not a measure as a target. I think that's the same thing. Oh, <laughs> Am I missing it? Yeah. All right. Well, no, you're not, you're good. I, 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 I understand. I think where you're saying, I, I think I would want an example of, because when I say measure pounds is a, a unit of measurement. Mm-hmm. So your target would be an amount of those pounds. Yeah. The pounds isn't my target. I don't go, I want pounds. I'm targeting pounds. That's but a measure. I need you to also say that happiness is a use, unit of measure. Uh, that is interesting. <laughs> I would like to have that one on another. Can we did a whole episode on happiness. Right. So, when But you, I don't know that you can measure that. That's so you, ubiquitous. Sh- sure. When you go to Google. I just used the word. I don't know if that's... that's <laughs> Is that a made-up word? Yeah, any kind of ubiquitous. I gotta write that down. I gotta look it up. Jesus, <laughs> I gotta see whether I use that in the right context. Holy Moses! Okay, so when you go to Google and they go, "How happy are you with our service?" and it's it's super frowny cry face yes. to super happy <laughs> laughy face, that is a measure of how happy you are with their service or their I, map. I agree with right? that. There is a, me- a way to measure happiness. I don't think people do it well, but there is a way to go. This is how I feel about this. This is how I feel about myself. This is how and. Most of the time, that unit of measure is more important than what a scale says if you're worried about weight. It's more important than what a title says if you're worried about your job. How happy am I am? How valued do I feel? How happy am I with my job, with my work, with my whatever? I feel like people lose sight of that and go, all I know is I need to get to the next step. Okay. And, and that, that, that became their measure of, of success is going, I need to have a title that says I'm a senior director of something. And it's not about their, you, you lose track of, all the things that you're measuring, whether or not you're successful, which is, I feel good, I feel valued, I'm around people that that are making me better. I have a mentor. I do those things, or I'm 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 looking in the mirror and I'm, I'm working out every day, and I look in the mirror and I like what I see. Like that, you should be able to gauge that as your measure of happiness, and that should be your target. Is how do I how do I target looking in the mirror and being happy with who I am? Okay, so I will say this and hopefully this will wrap up my thoughts on on this, is that if you would have said at the outset that your law was applying to a target of happiness, then I'm on board. But not everything in life is a target of happiness. So I was thinking of it in a much broader scope. Company targets, personal targets for just maintaining your house, let's say, you know, things that necessarily aren't going to make you happy. But my target is I got to pay my bills. Measurement of how much money is incoming versus how much is outgoing. I'm not happy paying bills, but I know I got to do it. So I set targets. I use measures. You seem to be, this this was way more in the happiness realm. Had I known that you were really gunning for the happiness measurement, then I could have gone, okay, all right, let's get on board with that. Um, I see what you mean in terms of happiness. So, but I applied it much broader. I'm very much broader than you. You're definitely <laughs> much broader. I have than more I pounds am. than you, <laughs> <laughs> and I can stand to lose a few. Oh, if I target it and measure it correctly. Yeah, if you just start targeting measuring, maybe if you wouldn't move your target, you'd be fine. I don't know what that. Okay, so anyway, are we good here? I, I, if you my, are, it's your, it's your, my, your, it's my measure your of topic. happiness has gone all over the map on this topic. <laughs> I've had a fantastic time debating you on this because normally we don't have a whole lot that we sort of like touch off on of, I don't agree with that necessarily. Now and that's know, fun. Those are the fun ones. Now you know why I picked a topic. I love it. This yeah. is a good one. Um, so if people um, want to weigh in on why Andrew is wrong, um, I was told that we don't have to say um, where we have our socials anymore. So I'm just going to tell you, it's in the description of each one of our podcasts. Go right. find us on socials. Like, I don't, I don't need to read off that you can only get to Andrew right. through, Google, or through Gmail. At, so we're going to use that time better. What are we going to use it for? So I, I feel like sometimes we get emails and I want Stephen to, to oh. read an email. Um, and uh, we'll just see how this one goes. So we got an email. It didn't to, come to me. It came to our Gmail account, to both of us. 
So I'm this just going to hand you this. You start at the arrow and end by the arrow. You can you can negate that middle part, but just start reading where that arrow is. This is an email that we got at canconvo at gmail.com. Um, I have to read all this? Just, to, just where that arrow starts. Hi, user. Uh, your order for the iPod Air is successfully... Uh, is successfully placed. Your item would be ready to send after you complete the... <laughs> Why? Why are you having me read this? This is spam. Yeah, we got spam. I figure it's as so important as any email. Yeah, so we should call the customer care center. Um, well, you can reach them at one 888 4605 Or in their billing summary. So, no, now skip past the billing summary. Oh, sorry. One of my favorite parts is where the other arrow is. So they built summary, you know, how much I supposedly paid for this iPod. Oh, my God. iPad. Wow. We owe them money. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, oh, so in, in case you have not made this transaction... And this seems to be fraudulent. It does. A fra fraudulent <laughs> one. Report it immediately to us. How? one <laughs> This Is it the same number? It's the same number. Yeah, one 773 4605 if you need to call them. That's for billing support. And there, there's uh, another piece about what if, do I want it expedited to me? I just thought that the language was pretty funny, but... Perhaps oh, not. If you have any further concerns regarding your purchase, feel free to contact us in our help desk <laughs> to express any issues, including an exchange or cancellation. There's no, there's no. Uh, all right. Damn yeah. It. Let me see. I think it's. Uh, so, so far, this is our, this, tell me this is not the only email that's ever come into our. No, <laughs> we don't get very much, uh, but uh, it does seem to have some spam. Okay. associated with it awesome well you can find us on our socials or you can spam email us at <laughs> wherever you see on our description all right well did you have fun with this one i did all right did. it's good uh, we'll clean you up we'll have this beer yeah, try to get it I, off of I you need to take a shower all right well uh hope you all enjoyed thank you very much thanks you thanks you Welcome, my fellow freedom lovers, to another installment of Can Conversation. <laughs> Just kidding. But if you were high right now, you're probably confused as hell. <laughs> <laughs>